Hi, welcome to this edition of On Tap, presented by FCSI of the Americas. I'm Wade Kaler, Executive Director. On Tap this week is a lady I've been looking forward to getting to know for a long time. She's a design principal at Culinary Advisors. Please welcome to the show, Miss Laura Lentz. Hi, Laura. Hey, everybody. Hey, Wade. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. It's a nice morning here. Nice. It's nice and sunny where I'm at today. It's 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 nice to see the sun and and as we enter into every season this year, it's it, as we've gone through the last year, every season change has been great. So uh, I'm glad to see the sun out today. I know that for sure. Um, as we get started, the, the whole purpose of these uh, interviews is kind of get to know the FCSI members a little bit better. Um, so I, I'm starting everybody off with the basics, and that is tell me how you got started in food service consulting. You know, how what was your path to becoming a food service consultant? Oh, uh, well, sh- sure. Um, yeah, I'd like to think it's an interesting story, but um, <laughs> the, the short answer is it was a friend of a friend. I uh, was working at a catering bed and breakfast in historic garden thing down in the mountains in southwest Virginia, where I'm from. And uh, the owners were looking to sell, retire, go build a big house out in Idaho. And so I was looking to find a new home. And basically, I had a friend of a friend from college um, who uh, introduced me to, uh, it was Pam Eaton, um, who was working for Senior Little at the time. And they happened to be hiring. And was I interested? My timing was kind of interesting in retrospect because it was Right after um, the 2008, it was sort of like as many other firms were starting to climb back to full staffing and grow. And so like at at CINI at that time, I was the first person they rehired coming back into that that growth as they were able to expand. So in some ways, I kind of saw that. And in other ways, um, I... um, and I'm saying 2008. I'm sorry. I meant 2001 at the beginning of the. Um, <laughs> I've been in this business a little too long now. So in 2001, um, one of the thoughts I have is is about going through 2008, which is, feels yes. a lot similar to now. So yeah. Um, but nonetheless, uh, that was how I got into it. Okay. Uh, what is interesting about it is both of my parents are architects. And I feel like I say that a lot uh, when I'm talking to people, but surprisingly, all these things that I had done with my parents when I was young started to make a lot of sense once I got um, once I got into to working and into this profession. So that was kind of cool how everything just started to play out, counting ceiling tiles for figuring out square footage, um, running blueprints for my dad to know how to like read plans and and kind of understand how a set of drawings gets put together and what the title block is and yeah, probably breathed in way too much ammonia down in our basement as a kid, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, then obviously you moved over to the current company you're with, Culinary Advisors. And and with that, you work with uh, probably one of the most, probably referred to as one of the godfathers of FCSI, Mike Pantano. What have you learned from from Mike over the years working with Culinary Advisors, work with him? You know, it's funny because the biggest learning lesson that I am still processing. Um, But it was the biggest reason why I just was so drawn to uh, culinary advisors as a whole company. I mean, Mike is certainly, and and as far as FCSI goes, one of our most visible leaders Mm 
in the company. But when I joined, which has been five years now, I'm coming up on my five-year anniversary. Uh, we also had Bonnie Zietlow and yeah. Angela McFall as the three owners. And I was literally the, the first person in the door um, on on what beca- has become a, a plan of, of growth for our company. Sure. Um, but they're, they're thinking about being consultants and how they wanted their company to operate and, and uh, be run was on some level, somebody would look at it and go, this is crazy. On another level, it gave a lot of freedom. It respected something I was looking for, which is if you're trying to start a family and you're on the road to project meetings and you want to be in an architect's office and then on a job site and blah, 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 blah. The work-life balance check. Uh, so at that time, they are, and we continue to be a work-from-home company. So okay. all of our employees have home offices, and um, that was really appealing to me from a yeah. from a work-life balance. It also brings about some freedoms. You know, if if you want to head off, if you want to do laundry, these are all kind of things we all know very well yeah. uh, today. Um, but but that was that was really appealing. They were very firm about appreciating and putting um, women first and wanting to make an effort to make a mark in in the world as far as that goes. We're a minority or a woman-owned firm, and that will be something that always we retain. Sure. Um, But they also, Mike is is one of the biggest supporters of that, that I, and I hadn't even known him all that well at the time, but, but he just champions that in a way that I really appreciated, and it wasn't just about you know being a woman as much as just a humankind thing. I think sure. in general for for all of them, yeah. so that just really resonated for me. It was a nice. life doesn't our work doesn't have to control our life. Our work can be a passion that we have that's a part of our our life, yeah. and and I just fell in love with that. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, so with culinary advisors for you specifically, what what kind of do you specialize in certain segments or any kind of certain areas of the industry or you kind of have your hands in everything? Yeah, I mean, so so my background is hospitality and restaurants. Um, so I would say that's probably the strongest expertise within a okay. kitchen that I have. Um, I was fortunate because when I was young growing up, I started working in a restaurant at age 15 and actually, I did the books and the accounting uh, for a couple of years in high school. It was like a, um, I don't remember, but a, a high school side project. Um, then I worked at a Boy Scout camp one summer where we were feeding 600 folks. So I could go on and on and on. But I had this kind of host of um, collective random jobs, but had all been within different food service parts. Okay. Um, so... In terms of a specialty, it is really that restaurant hospitality that I love. Okay. Um, but that's actually probably the smallest market segment that I work in now. <laughs> so um, my biggest passions, and and we do, uh, so as a firm, we I should say, we do all market segments. Um, we actually have like about one third of our business is government okay. um, work. And so that's been something I've been learning a lot about, a lot sure. of um embassy and work with the uh, Department of, of State and Homeland Security, or not Homeland Security, but but those folks who do do embassies and that type of thing. So I've been growing a lot in that area, uh, but also um, just coming to an understanding of uh, ho- hospital work and the healthcare market in general. And then um, one of my new loves, I guess you'd say, although it's been some time, but is 
the workplace, non-commercial yeah. side of things. So my biggest three market segments are uh, healthcare, workplace, uh, um, and restaurants and hospitality. Okay. So with all of that in the years you've been doing this, is there is there a project that stands out as one of your favorites? Oh my gosh, you! I know we're going to ask me that question. No, <laughs> honestly, it doesn't. It doesn't. You got me thinking in 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 the thought of that question. The first thing that I want to say is that I feel like every you go through kind of a romance with a project or or I do. I you kind of get this relationship and you have a romance sometimes with certain projects. So in the beginning, they're new, they're exciting, they're different in I don't know, it could be any different way. So oftentimes, for example, we're contracted with architects. So when we get an opportunity right now, I have a hospital project and I'm working directly with the end user. And that's really cool. It doesn't happen a lot in, in, in the work that we take on. So I'm loving that opportunity. That's Bell and Health Hospital. It's up in Green Bay. Um, I'm working on Marriott Health uh, Headquarters Hotel right now. Oh. And so that's a big thing for um, the hospitality industry. It's sort of a landmark down in Bethesda and um, is going to really be something that's exciting when it opens. And so just an opportunity to work on a project like that is awesome. Um, but I, I, you have a romance with them. You start to love any project, I think, initially. And honestly, most projects, you kind of go through a phase where you don't love it so much. <laughs> Existing predictions might pop up, design changes you don't foresee, things that you don't know are going to happen, or as you're coordinating, yada, yada. Certain things just tend to kind of pop up. Um, and so sometimes I think you can fall out of love with the project for a little bit. And then you come back to it and you see it all done and finished at the end. And and then you fall right back in love with it again. So right. even some of our smallest projects was punching a little coffee bar cafe last week. And, and that moment of walking in and when you see it all done and you see your design that you put on paper, like in live, in real person, um, it's always a cool moment and I don't care what job it is. It's, it's exciting and it's awesome and it's fun. So, so who is the first, that's how I think about what my favorite project is. Well, <laughs> well that leads me into a great question. And I, I always love to hear this from consultants. So who's the first person you take into, you drag them into that project to show that off. I, and it doesn't matter what, what segment it's in. Is there somebody that you're like, you've got to see this come with me. Is it a friend? Is it a family? Is it, that you, because I mean, it, it is a sense of pride that that's your design, that's your project. Yeah, honestly, definitely my parents. Okay. I probably should say, but I'm not going to. My parents, <laughs> um, they're the two who, because I know that they understand what it takes to um, do sure. something like that, I think they would have the most um, pride of. And, and, and I look for, for them to be excited about it because I, I know that they understand it. My, I, I have a grandfather who, uh, he was actually the architect of the Capitol, uh, in Virginia for a period of time, but he was kind of a well-known architect. He worked for Dim Jim for many years. Um, he would be someone were he to be here who I would, would love to, to know, um, and see kind of the work that I do and, and just, I think it's cool. I think on some level, we're a tiny little piece of a building. But on some other level, we can really have a lot of fun with what we do and give people a lot of happiness and joy in what can sometimes be a boring day in the office. Well, and not everybody that works in, in any industry can go and take someone and show them what they've done. 
even if it is a, a, mm-hmm. a little coffee shop in a giant office building, it's still the one you designed. It's still something you had a part of. And not everybody gets that opportunity to be able to show that off. So I think there is a great sense of pride with that. And, and I, you know, if I was a designer doing that, I'd be the first person to do that too. I'd be dragging all my friends. Like, look what I did. Look what <laughs> I did. But, but so I completely understand. And, and I agree with you, the love of that too, because as an event planner as well, you go through the same thing that you guys go through with projects of, I fall in love with an event, it becomes a tedious event, and then at the end, it, you get to see it start and an end, and you're like, that was so great. And then you move yep. on. What's one thing that most people would not guess about Laura? What's a, a habit, a hobby, something like that, that, that nobody would ever guess you're a part of? Oh, wow. Um, hmm, secret thing that nobody would know the first thing that's coming to my mind is that i i like to run but that sounds kind of cheater because i don't do it right now (laughs) um i have dreams i have aspirations of it but i have run uh about a dozen marathons in my life okay and i i love it i'm slow as a turtle but it's one foot in front of the other it takes zero coordination so i can handle it um so i guess it's, That's something people probably don't know. It still takes the guts to get to that starting line too. So <laughs> it, 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 I completely understand. If you weren't in the food service industry, what do you think you'd be doing? So in the design consulting industry, I'd say, because the reason I went into hospitality was I said, well, shoot, they employ 60% of the, the labor workforce. And this was when I went to, to was going into college years ago. I said, so surely I can find a job anywhere at any time and I won't ever be unemployed. Um, so that was what the reason I went into hospitality. Well, one of them, I guess. Yeah, but that's true, though. Hospitality is one of those areas that it, it doesn't matter what you do. You can always find a job somewhere. It's, yeah, it, it's, that was the plan. And it's also, as I know, and then also talking with a lot of consultants, it's also the one you can never get away from. So once mm-hmm. you get into it, if yeah. you love it, it's impossible to leave. Well, that's all the questions I've got for today, Laura. Um, but before I let you go, I like to have a, a little bit of lighthearted fun with you. And so what I'd like to do is do a little speed round with you. And that is, I'm going to say a few words or phrases and just tell me the first thing that comes to your mind when I do these. Sound okay. good? All right. Yeah. What's the first thing you mind when I say the words scope creep? <laughs> Additional service. <laughs> <laughs> Holding spec. Very important. Okay. Revit. Love. Favorite cocktail. Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> Any certain brand you're loyal to or? Oh, I'm all up in Kim Crawford right now. I don't know why, but I am. That's, That's nothing exciting. It's all right. <laughs> Cook in or order takeout. Cook in. Okay. Favorite curse word. Ooh. Well, the big F. All right. Favorite junk food? Oh, I'm a chip. I I love a good, salty, yummy chip. Okay. Karaoke or lip sync? Oh, karaoke. All right. My mom was a karaoke DJ, actually. Was she really? Yeah. <laughs> For a long time. She used to always put Bette Midler's The Rose up, not asking me if I wanted to get up and sing. And then I would have to get up and sing. Nice. I like that. 
The Rose of All Songs. The Rose oh, of God. All Songs, yeah. I, I love it, Bette Midler, but come on. Well, I was going to say, do you even like that song anymore, or do you still have a, a soft spot for it? The other one was Danny Boy, She Loved. Oh, These yeah. were, she loved to hear me sing. Yeah, exactly. I did not love those songs. <laughs> <laughs> what about favorite type of music? Country. All right. Texting on the phone or talking on the phone? Oh, I'm a talk on the phone person. Favorite holiday? Christmas. Double dipping when it comes to food, yes or no? Ooh, no. Big fat no. Way <laughs> too much knowledge about germs. Cake or pie? Cake. But I don't like icing. It's weird. But what? How can I you know. like cake and not icing? I never like the top or the back. I, the middle is enough icing for me. Like on a two-layer situation, See, I'll dig the middle, but I will scrape off the top and the back. I just don't won't have it. We were friends there for a second, but then you say icing, <laughs> and I'm like, man. No, we can still be friends, though, yes. Wade, because I'll give you my icing. Oh. I'll put my icing on your cake. It's well, a win-win. That is a Solid, complete win-win. We're best friends now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Touchy dog. Toilet paper, over the roll or under the roll? Over the roll. I don't know why that's a question. <laughs> and last but not least, what do you think of when I say FCSI? I love that FCSI is something that brings us all together because we spend a lot of time being outside, external, and supporting so many other things. So I just love that. For me, FCSI has been about just refilling my own bucket and refilling, you know, my passion, my love, my desire, figuring out what other people are doing and, and helping all of us get better at what we do. Wow. That might be the best answer I've heard, actually. Um, oh, nice. But uh, it's the truth. It really is. Well, that's great to hear. So tell me, how can people find out more about you and Culinary Advisors? So uh, we're on the Internet. <laughs> we're on LinkedIn. Um, we're at www.culinaryadvisors.com. That's probably the best way, honestly, but we have all of our phone numbers on there. So if anybody is interested in, in our group and getting to know all of us, you know, we're always open to talking, running our mouths. We're also really open to sharing. I've got a lot of really good partnerships. If anybody has questions about stuff, Revit, for example, we're, we're even pretty new compared to some other firms in, in our couple of years behind um, working on it, but but if anybody ever has any questions or just wants to figure out what what they're trying to solve, you know, feel free to reach out anytime. I think the more we all connect and support each other, the better we all get in this crazy crazy world. I agree. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been great to talk to you. I was looking forward to this all day. So, well, that wraps up this edition of On Tap presented by FCSI. If you enjoyed today's episode, help us spread the word. Make sure to like and subscribe our channel. And check back next week when we interview another FCSI consultant member. But until then, cheers. <laughs>